Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Will Be Right podcast. I am Hannah. Oh my gosh, and I'm Sarah, and you just stole my line! I know, you were taking too long to get excited. What do you say? You say, and we're so excited to hang out with you guys. (laughs) I was too excited to start recording. You were too quiet for too long. That's never happened before, but... Oh my gosh, I'm shooketh. (laughs) Shook into my core. Well, welcome, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, How's your week going, Sarah? Um, my week is going very well. I am, so I just got my hair redone. I think I've already mentioned, I can't remember if I've mentioned it on the podcast or I haven't mentioned on the podcast, but I've heard about it. I've just gotten my hair redone, um, from a less than positive experience with somebody else who dyed my hair. I've gotten it fixed and I am feeling on top of the world. It looks Um, fantastic. Wow. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, But with that, I've been doing the curly girl method to bring my curls back to life because your girl has been straightening your hair. No, her hair. (laughs) Um, She's straightening my hair. I know. Sarah, why? I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um, I've been straightening my hair since I was like probably 14, yeah. 14 or 15, um, which is 11, 12 years ago. It's a lot of heat damage. It's a lot of heat damage. So um, I've realized that my hair has much more volume and mm. can touch the skies. <laughs> what is it? The higher the hair, the closer to God. Yeah. <laughs> that's the vibe. I'm, that's the vibe I'm going it's for. It's a real Dolly Parton. Uh, love her. I think you could rock that hairdo. Oh my gosh. Thank you. It would be a lot. Mm. Yeah. I don't it know. It would be more heat damage. It would be more heat damage. I'm sure she perms it and then like picks it out or something. I'm sure it's a wig. Oh, don't tell me that. Why not? Oh, that makes, uh, well, yeah, okay. The girl is on top of her look. I love her. Dolly's a queen. She Did is. you know that all her employees are, um, their, their education is paid for? All of her employees. Like higher education? Yeah. That's amazing. I know. I think she pays for all of their associate degrees and will pay for like two years of their, if they go for a four year yeah. degree, they shall pay for two years. I don't totally. know about that second part, but I do know for a fact that she will pay associates. for the associates. Love it. You could do worse I, <laughs> for, for a hair, <laughs> hair model. I love her. She's an icon. Yeah. Anyways, how's your week going? Listen, Sarah, it hasn't been that great because um, we voted on how to best hang up pants and (laughs) oh no i've lost you lost did you and jared make a bet no okay jared and i do have a running two dollar bet yeah okay we've never cashed in on it sure probably he owes me a lot of two dollars but oh um, but in this situation you would owe him i would have owed him two dollars can you explain to me what this ongoing two dollar bet is yeah so basically i'll say i bet you two dollars that um I can get ready and leave on time. He's like, Hannah, we're going to be late. I'll bet you $2 I can get ready and leave on time. Oh my gosh. Or, so this is actually a real thing that happened. There was a flower in our yard. It was clearly, it was a weed and it was a yellow flower. And Jared was like, oh, it's a dandelion. And I was like, that's not a dandelion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and he was like, yeah, it is. And I was like, I bet you $2. It's not a dandelion. And then we looked it up and then he owed me $2. I love it. And... He said to me, Hannah, we have Q-tips in the in the drawer. I sent him, there's a video of me recording myself going in and looking in the drawer and being like, ha we don't have any, you owe me $2. And then I moved something and it was right there. I've right seen that video. Face. And then I owed him $2. Yeah, and you're very disappointed in that video. 
I take my $2 bets very seriously. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. So um, maybe sometime we'll go on a date night and we'll just call that like, <laughs> call it even for He has for to pay for dinner? I'll, I'll pay for his. He can pay for mine. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But um, it's coming from the same account. So Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I lost, I lost an argument about, okay, we crowdsourced the best way to hang pants. So a science is still out on it and we're sure. going to try a science method okay. now. Oh, okay. Are you? Yeah. Jared has... We've already gotten the hypothesis and yeah. the theory out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have the hypothesis. We have, we have crowdsourced a hypothesis that... Okay. That hanging it by the waistband is the right way to go. Sure. And I still disagree vehemently. Jared has a couple pairs of the same pair of pants. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wash them and then try drying them outside and see what happens i but i feel like yeah to make it i think you have to hang it inside i think so because i think that there are external factors that's fair right so you have to i don't i'm no scientist but i feel like you have to is there a control for variables yes yeah yeah all right she is a scientist and we love to see it all right it's because I have a scientist space. sister. I learn a lot from her. Oh, yeah. One time, total side note, one time I went and visited my sister while she was working in a lab in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and she took me inside the lab, and she was like, and these mices are pregnant, and these mices are not pregnant, <laughs> and I have to weigh these mices, and she would weigh all of the mice. We would literally sit there where she would weigh every <laughs> single mouse. Some of the mice were scary because they were like albino oh, mouse yeah. mice. They're very cool looking. They've got red eyes. Mm. They're so scary. Anyways, it um, felt very like, um, yeah, very like uh, sci-fi movie. Oh yeah, fair you know? enough. Yeah, crazy. Was like a lab coat and stuff. Oh, we both were. I had nice. to put one on too. We'll bring it back out, and then we can just like watch these pants dry. Perfect. Sounds like a good afternoon. Watch this space, everyone. Yes, we we will be conducting this scientific experiment. Um, but moving on, on to our culture quirks of the week. Yeah, I can um, go. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you ready? I am really ready. Okay, well, if you're new, a culture quirk is just something that we have experienced in um, WA slash Australian culture that is different than the culture that we grew up with, respectively, myself, North Carolina, and Hannah, Minnesota. And Hannah, you're going to take us away. I am. So this is something that I honestly, it still shocks me like to this day when I see it, but it's something that I kind of thought maybe is a little bit stereotypical for, for old images of Australians, um, but is, is very relevant now that I have not seen anywhere else that I have lived and it's mullets. Oh no. They are such a big thing. Oh yeah. In like most major sporting, well, is it like AFL, so mm-hmm. like Australian rules football, rugby, um, rugby, cricket? Nah, mm-hmm. not as much cricket. Yeah, and I'm not thinking. There's not like a ton of basketball players with, um, with mullets. mullets, but it's like a very normal hairstyle, like a like a cool hairstyle. It's a cool well, hairstyle in like full quotation marks. For my personal opinion, it's not cool. They are. It's not a good look. I've never seen one that I'm like, that's amazing. I feel like I have, but specifically with curly hair. I've never seen somebody with straight hair pull off a mullet. I feel like if you are going to have a mullet, hot take, it needs to be with curly hair. Interesting. 
I wouldn't say that it's the best, but those are not the worst. Do you know what I'm saying? Would you go for it? Would you be like, this is a good look for you? Would you suggest to somebody with curly hair? Um, you should mullet that hair. I'm only thinking of one particular TikToker whose name is um, escaping my brain. Mm. Um, and he looks good with a mullet. Interesting. But maybe it's because I, like, he's very um, progressive. He's mm. not, like, I don't want to say stereotypical, but, like. Oh, he's, he's not conservative. Just, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, and so I think it's more, like, the irony of the mullet. Of the mullet, and he has a mustache. But he's, like, really cool. Like, he's a really cool dude. All right. Well, if he's on um, on Instagram, we'll, um, we'll take is him. A, he is on Instagram We'll as take well. him in the description so you can check out his sick mullet for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I personally love it. All right. This is a real hot take. I think that they look goofy. Oh, they definitely look time. goofy. But I think it makes somebody look deeply Australian. Yeah. I think I will not ever be able to look at somebody with a mullet and not be like, you are either from the 70s mm. or you are Australian mm-hmm. now, from mm-hmm. right now in mm-hmm. 2022. I do have to say when I was back in the States, I did see people with mullets, but they were, I only saw, like the only people that I saw with mullets were high schoolers. So I think Australian culture is rubbing off on American culture well, for the first time ever. <laughs> Why this? But you know what? I know. I guess... We gotta take what we can get. I actually laughed. This is so funny that you brought this up because Jeremy and I were driving the other day and we saw a bunch of school kids walking around and a lot of them had mullets. And I said, mm, I do not look forward to the day where our child comes up to us and says, Mom and Dad, give me a mullet. And I will say, Are you are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? I am pro doing whatever you want to your hair, but yeah. I will question that one. I mean, fair. Best but like at least us one have to answer the word yes like really mm. commit to it if you're gonna do it you should just know what you're gonna get commit to. to the bit commit to the bit <laughs> <laughs> love it uh but yeah that's my culture quirk if you have a sweet mullet or if you've had one in the past and you want us to rate it words and oh. say you look great and you have the best mullet i've ever seen in my life i would love to rate some mullets mm. send them through i would love to do that because again this other guy i would say that he looks good in it. I've never seen one I like. My rating okay. is always going to be Great. Good. I'll show you his TikTok okay. after we're done. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you will eat yours. We'll see. Maybe, maybe. All right. My culture quirk is coming to you in the form of a story. Ooh. Um, before starting the story, I feel like I need to define the word that I know. Okay. The word fanny. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope this doesn't mean we have to be explicit. <laughs> I don't think so. Unsure. Okay. All right. The word fanny, to what I know, I'm mm-hmm. sure that's what you know as well. Like a fanny pack. Yes, fanny pack. Fanny just means butt or bum. Like, it's just your booty. Yeah. So, like, you know, my mom used to tell us to sit on our fannies and yeah. scoot down the stairs so that we wouldn't, like, so not all eight children would just, like, storm the stairs. We would sit on her butt and we would move down yeah. one at a time. Fanny packs, yeah, a butt bag is mm-hmm. what we call them. Well... One time, I was. Oh no! <laughs> one time, I was hanging out with my friend, who has, <laughs> at the time, like a ten-month-old daughter. <laughs> and I said, "Oh my gosh!" She was learning how to walk, right? And she was like stumbling around, yeah. and her little butt was moving back and forth. And I said, 
Oh my gosh, she just has the cutest little fanny <laughs> ever. <laughs> and my friend looked at me in horror <laughs> because to her, she just heard in her ears. <laughs> she heard. <laughs> Your daughter has such a cute... Oh my gosh, I can't even speak. What she heard was, your daughter, your daughter has such a cute vagina. (laughs) I'm crying. I'm, what a shocking (laughs) phrase to hear come out of somebody's mouth. (laughs) So my friend stopped me and was like, excuse me? And I was like, like, I was like, what? Look at her cute little butt. And she goes, Sarah, the word fanny here? means vagina and I was like (gasps) I was appalled and I thought back of all the times that I had said fanny and no one stopped (laughs) so I've only used it like with fanny pack and I still have to try to remember to call it what do they call it a bum bag they call it a bum bag yeah and I try I have to try to remember that but I, I never used that as kind of like a nickname for butt. But oh, we would I, use it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. It's very normal. Yeah. Oh, Sarah. I know. And Are I you still tell friends you, with her? Yeah, we're very close. She still lets you near her daughter. She lets me near her daughter, which is shocking. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I'm horrified that that is what somebody heard me say, you know? Yeah. Um, for even for a second? Yeah. That's... <laughs> Oh man! And she was like, "Excuse me, like mm. repeat what you've said." And I, <laughs> that could have been that could have been a make or break. Yeah, and, uh, and it made it. Yeah, it oh, made wow. it made the friendship because we now laugh about it. I called her before to ask if I could use this yeah. story, and she cracked up laughing. I said, "Do you remember the time that I said that?" And she goes, "I think about it every day." <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, so embarrassing. So. To the Americans, if you come here, mm-hmm. maybe remove that one from your book. It sounds like a good call. A helpful, <laughs> a helpful culture quirk this week. Uh, so funny. Um, well, we're talking about a little bit about language this week. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about accents, mm. accent differences. Um, specifically, I guess, obviously, our American accents to Australian accents and vice versa. Mm. Um so, off the bat, I'm not planning to do an Australian accent. Just so nobody gets their hopes up, I can't do one. Mm-hmm. I can do a Kiwi accent, like, pretty well. Mm. And if you know me in person, I'll do it for you sometime. Mm. I'm not going to do it here because I don't want to get judged by the internet, in case. Okay. I do have to say, I can say my nose, gores, um, th- um, yeah, I can say anything that has that or sound, oh, I can do it pretty it's well. It's so hard. Yeah. But it's the one thing that I can do in the entire accent. Otherwise, I have to think very, very hard. Yeah. I can say water. Water. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, mate. Get the water. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, no, Hannah. It's not good. I'm not very good at it. That's okay. That's fine. Again, those are the only things that I can say. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I've embarrassed myself on behalf of the both of us. So. Yeah. Don't come for us. Or do. But do it privately so we can lick our wounds like yeah alone without having to be ridiculed by the whole internet yeah that'd be great uh but yeah so just so nobody got their hopes up that accent is not coming yeah that was the extent of mine <laughs> the only accent you're gonna hear today is american 
American. That's the Sorry. one that that's the one that you'll get. I I can throw in my southern accent here and there, but Okay. Nobody wants to hear a full podcast in a minute. I mean maybe. Minnesota accent's kinda of fun, but Minnesota. I can I can do a Minnesota accent better you than I can. D's a little bit more. Minnesota. Oh. Like <laughs> I have some questions though. So Great. I also have some questions for you. Because you've experienced not only Australian accents and like mm. living within Australian accents, but you've lived in multiple cross country accents yeah. as well. And I think I have a lot of questions about that. Interesting. Okay. Which maybe we should dive into first. Sure, yeah, go, yeah. Let's go more broad and then narrow in. Narrow, narrow our way in. Okay. My first question has maybe less to do with accents, but I would love to know if you felt as though your sentence structure or your vocabulary changed based on what countries you've lived in? That is such a good question because I think that when I was in Korea and maybe Austria, mm. uh, less so the Netherlands, I'll tell you what, Dutch people speak better English than I do. <laughs> and, um, to be honest, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people in Korea and a lot of people in um, Austria who spoke English, at least at a kind of a base level. And... I was trying to learn German while I was in Austria and obviously Korean when I was in Korea, and mm. but I was not fluent okay. in either spot. The hardest part is I am fluent in Spanish, and so I kept trying to add in. My brain kind of automatically defaults. If I don't know a word, it'll try to fill it in with a Spanish word. So I'm trying to speak German. Right. And the most likely the other language they know is English, but then all of a sudden also randomly throwing in Spanish words. It's a mess. It's mm, hard for me to even understand. It's not cute. Um, and so then I have to start over. I just get flustered. And so the first words that start coming out of sure. my mouth that are not English are right. Spanish in like the middle of a sentence in Korean. Mm. And then all of a sudden I'll be dropping in like E. Yeah, right. Um, Total side note. Yeah. Do you ever dream in Spanish? No. Nah. No, okay. I do not speak Spanish. I took four years of Spanish mm-hmm. in high school, and my vocabulary was has not exceeded mm-hmm. past that. And I've not practiced Spanish mm-hmm. in now over six years. Oh my gosh, I've been out of high school for almost eight years. Oh, that's horrifying. Don't come for me. I'm older than you, so. I know, you are older. You've been out of it for 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have not been practicing my Spanish, but sometimes I'll dream in Spanish. Really? But, like, obviously the vocabulary will not be correct. Like, I'll oh, wake up and be like, I don't know what I was saying, but, like, in my dream I knew. You were like, this So I think maybe, maybe subconsciously I can speak Spanish. Probably maybe not. Anyway, I just wanted to know. speaking gibberish. And in elementary school, because it was an immersion school, in elementary oh, yeah. school, I did dream in Spanish sometimes. Oh, did you? Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. I'm not immersed in it anymore. Right, so right. I, just, I don't. Now that makes sense. Anyways, um, keep going. But in Korea, in Korea and in Austria, I think that I kind of simplified my language structure. So I would, you know, not like baby talk by mm. any means, but I would stick to maybe descriptive words that most people would know if they had kind of a base understanding of a language, just to make it a little bit easier for people to understand me. Sure. Um, but I think in, in Australia, I think I probably... Oh, and you know what? In Korean, I knew the word mani. Mani is many. Mm. It's a very easy one for me to remember. That's very easy. Um, and I think I used the word many a lot because I knew it was something that it was easy. It was an easy translate for folks. Mm. So um, I think that I probably tried to use words that were going to be really easy for people to 
pick up if I was going to use a descriptive word that it was going to be words that were quite common Mm. um, commonly used in that language and so that it it was like would be something that they would also learn in English yeah cool here I think I've just picked up random phrases sure reckon not a phrase that I'd ever used in the US before I started um, dating Jared I started using reckon I reckon Mm. and I think I use it a lot I use it a lot as well and it would never be a word that I would use in the states no I really like it Mm. Um, do you remember like your first now now we're gonna go specifically to Australia what was your first like four months like emerging into Australian accents okay so I I don't have because Jared and I had already been dating at that point for quite a long time Mm. so by the time I moved here I had been very exposed to his accent Mm. every day Mm -hmm. almost for a year and a half of us dating long distance. So in 2017 though, oh, sorry, in 2015, I visited for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And I have not told this story to my in-laws. So before this episode drops, I'll have to tell my father-in-law that's going out. But I find that men especially older men, like older Australian men, mm. tend to have harder to understand accents mm-hmm. for me. I think that they they tend to mumble, mumble a little bit more. And I think there's something about their voices being a little bit deeper. And if they're a little bit older, it's likely that their accents are a little bit thicker. Yeah. So I we were at dinner. We had dinner with Jared's family. and Or this might have actually been early 2017. Whichever one. It was very early on to me being in Australia and Jared's dad was telling a story at dinner and he was telling the story and I was catching like maybe every third word, okay, maybe every fourth. It really was not making a lot of sense to me. Then all of a sudden it ended and everyone laughed. I oh, no. had no idea. I didn't even know the story was coming to a close. Everyone started laughing and I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, no. and then after dinner I was like, Jared to tell me what your dad said because I have no idea yeah and that hasn't happened often since but um yeah Yeah. it it was it was a kind of an alert to me to be a little bit more cognizant especially when there's like an older Australian man speaking sure how about you well I think I maybe my situation is like slightly different Mm -hmm. because we lived quite far away from Jeremy's family when we moved here and we still not far away like it's like 30 30 to 40 minutes which is far when you only have one car so (laughs) um my first six months in Australia I had the toughest time making friends Mm. like it was really really hard for me because I didn't feel like I could hold a conversation with people and so I wow. felt like, I know, so maybe it's because I, I don't really know. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say that it's because I'm dumb because I don't think that I'm dumb. I just think like the sentence structure and the way the accent flows within it mm-hmm. is really tricky for me. Mm-hmm. So I would say that my two, my, my two strengths, I would say things yeah. that I really like about myself are my ability to talk to anybody and hold a conversation with anybody that I, that I meet and me being funny. Like, those are my two things that I'm like, I am these two things. Yeah. When I got here, those two things were what I felt was stripped away from me. Yeah. Like, I had a really tough time holding a conversation with people. 
And similar to what you're saying, where you're saying, I didn't know that the story was coming to an end. Because sentence structures are different. And tones. And tones yeah. are completely different. I would completely either mess up punchlines or I didn't know that a punchline was coming. Like, oh, no. I felt so alone and was like, what's wrong with me? I wish yeah. that I could understand, you know? Wow. And also, I didn't. I like, not that I'm ever eavesdropping. I'm not trying to eavesdrop on anybody, mm -hmm. but like conversations that I was used to over being able to overhear in passing, yeah. I couldn't overhear anymore. You know what I mean? Like it would just all be gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> not gibberish, but yeah. You yeah. would have to concentrate hard to understand, which I think we've kind of yeah. talked about is like to really have to tune in. Yeah. It to took, it, it took yeah. a lot of energy for me specifically. And maybe it was also like maybe... Because I was, I was out of work for about um, five months when mm -hmm. I moved here, partially because I had planned to take a break until after Christmas. I had just gotten done working quite a few jobs and had just finished uni and just gotten married and just moved across the world. So I just take was, break. I was giving myself a break um, and we moved here in November. I was waiting until after Christmas mm. um, and then everyone knows what happened in the first few months of <laughs> 2020 um, and it was just really difficult for me to find a job. So I wasn't as immersed quickly yeah, do you know what I mean sense. right and Jeremy's Jeremy does not have the traditional Australian accent no. so for well, those you pick who it up but like it's yeah not... yeah so for those who don't know just a very very brief summary of my husband he lived in Africa for um quite a few years he was born in the Congo um and moved to Kenya when he was really young and then moved to Australia when he was in Australia, he then obviously moved to the States for four years mm -hmm. and then came back. So he's got a bit of a, a, a mix. Mixed, mixed bag of accents. But you can totally... There's, I think there's specific... Some kind of random words that'll come out really strong in the Australian accent. Yeah. And I think his phrasing. Yeah, his phrasing definitely. But I would say it depends on who he's talking to. That so when sense. he's talking to me, to me personally, mm -hmm. I think he sounds very American. Mm -hmm. Um when he's speaking to other Australians, he sounds quite Australian. Yeah. And then when he's talking to his um, relatives, he sounds quite Kenyan. Like yeah. his accent's quite Kenyan. I think it makes sense. I mean, my Minnesotan accent comes out a lot more when I'm talking mm -hmm. to specific family members who have more of a Minnesotan accent. Definitely. My, probably my American accent. Well, I mean, listen, it's there all the time. Mm. I can't do anything about it, but <laughs> it's degrees to which it comes out. I think I try to tone it down either intentionally or not when I'm speaking with people who I know might have a little bit of a hard time understanding me. Sure. And that's actually, that was something I was going to ask. Um, cause I have found that people, when they first hear me speak, they don't, they're not necessarily expecting me to have an American accent. Of course. Yeah. And so I think sometimes it takes people a second to figure out what is going on. Like what is coming out of my mouth because mm. it actually sounds a little bit gibberishy mm. uh, if they're expecting it to come out in an Australian accent and it's made way worse if I am stuffy. Okay. Because already there are words that I say that kind of go up into my nose. They're a bit nasally. Yeah. Like sure. bag. Mm. Anything with that A sound. Bag. Yeah. Wagon. Yeah. Bagel. Well, yeah. Bagel is kind of the same thing. But like it, it, that trips people up. Yeah. Makes sense. But if, especially if I'm nasally, people keep thinking my name, I'm a little bit nasally right now. People keep thinking my name is Heather. Interesting. Like, oh, my name's Hannah. And they're like, Heather? <laughs> uh, no. But I think that it's just people really aren't expecting it. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So have you had, have you had any issues with people and your accent? Um, 
I don't think so, but I also, so I was born in the North mm-hmm. and then lived in the Chicago area for a little while and then was taken to North Carolina, then was taken. You moved. <laughs> then we moved. I know. <laughs> Some drama. <laughs> I'm just, I, my life could be a um, reality TV show. That's how I want this to be phrased. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I was, we moved to North Carolina, so um, it's really interesting. I don't think that I have a particularly strong accent unless I regionally regionally yeah yeah yeah. so I think my accent's like quite I want to say bland but Hmm. I don't think there's anything that particularly sticks out about my accent that Mm -hmm. I yeah I've not to answer your question no I don't think anyone has specifically been taken aback well tell someone your name's Hannah and then yeah, I'll immediately have, be confused. I'll think your name's Heather, and everything will go downhill from there. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to try it out. Next <laughs> time you get a coffee. I, <laughs> I'm just trying to think like that. Somebody the other day told me one of one of our close family friends mm. told me that she feels as though my accent has like calmed down over the last few years, and I was like, that's really interesting. And she said, or maybe I'm just like really used to it now. Maybe I'm just like yeah. I'm used to and expecting your voice to sound a certain way. Yeah. People Which, said that about my husband. Really? So about Jared. He is Australian and he yeah. has an Australian accent, but it's not uncommon for us to go places here and for people to say, uh, oh, are you, so you're American too. And he's like, no, 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 I grew up, I'm from Perth. Mm. Um, like I grew up in, in like a suburb, like in yeah. Perth. Yeah. Um, my parents are both Australian. I am Australian. We all yeah. have Australian accents. Yeah. But I think that his accent like I was saying kind of subconsciously you you work to almost like smooth out some things because mm. you see there's confusion um yeah yeah so that's a good point diving into some of those confusion points yeah I I have a story that I have been dying to share oh my gosh I'm so excited I don't know if I've told you this story yet okay um so it it's an accent issue with my husband and I okay so like I said, Jared has an Australian accent, and um, when I was living in Korea, we were doing long distance, and um, we were doing long distance for the longest stint that we did, which I think we said was a seven months. Yeah. And the challenging part about that was we didn't know when we were going to see each other next, because Jared was waiting until he got a job offer for a full-time employment. He was working um, kind of part-time, like contract work. So we were waiting for this full-time contract to come through before he came to visit because he was planning to go up to Korea for like two weeks. And so he could have just kind of deferred start for two weeks and come up, maybe even three. We were very excited about it. But we didn't know when he was going to come up. And uh, Jared is an engineer and he'd been looking for work as an engineer, obviously. And he was um, calling me. So the plan was if he couldn't find this full-time employment, what we were going to aim to do is work around the idea of him coming up the beginning of July just for a week though because he had to keep come back and like be be available for job interviews so he calls me one afternoon or one evening you know we're on the phone and he's like you know I'm I'm a little stressed I think I need to change my Korea plans and I was like okay well when are you planning to come up then if it's not going to be early June or excuse me early July then when are you planning to come up and he was like um I don't know Hannah like it's really stressful for me. I'm like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about changing my career plans and you're just like on me, keep asking me these questions. So I was like, listen, Jared, I know you have to change 
your plans for when you're going to come up and visit. Like, you know, right. I'm living in Korea. He's living in Australia. Like, I get you have to change your Korea plans, but when then are you actually going to come? And he was like, I don't know, Hannah. It's my Korea. And I was like, <laughs> your Korea? Like, your job? <laughs> And he was like, yes, my Korea. And I was like, your career, your Your career, career. Jared, say the word Korea and career at like right next to each other. And he goes, Korea, Korea. Oh, wait, wait. So Hannah, can we have Jared come in here and say those two words next to each other? Yeah. Okay. And let's ask him. Hey, babe. All right, everyone introducing Jared. He's going to say those two words for us now. Welcome, Jared. Korea. Korea. <laughs> it's exactly the same. I could not tell you for the life of me which one of those words was the word career, as in the job that you are choosing, and the word Korea, as in the country. Oh my gosh, that is so, so funny. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, listen, we've been doing long distance for six months at this point. I have no idea when I'm going to see him next. And he is just absolutely not caring at all. Like, he does not care. Yeah. He's being so dismissive. I'm saying this is a big deal. He's saying it's not. And he's over here thinking, I am thinking of changing my entire career plan. I'm thinking of changing areas that I'm going to work in. And Hannah's just not doing anything but asking yeah. me when I'm going to come visit. Yeah. Both of us thought the other person was being so awful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was the most easily resolved fight we've ever had. Oh my gosh. I'm sure you guys both just laughed about it. It was hilarious. Yeah. We fixed it in 20 seconds. Yes. But it was a very tense, probably... 40 second in exchange of just like increasingly heated, maybe potentially getting louder and louder before we finally figured out that it was just an accent problem. Have you noticed that if, okay, this is this, what I'm about to say, I feel like I'm going to have to talk through to explain what I mean, but there are certain words that Australians will add an R to if it's in the middle of a sentence. Yes. For example, my friend, so if you're, we're going to use the example with the word idea, which mm-hmm. we would say idea. If an Australian says it in within a sentence, mm-hmm. like my friend has an idea to do yeah, whatever, they say my friend has an idea to go to the movies later. Yeah. That's literally what it sounds like. Idea. I agree. But you know what? I like this. I, I have this image in my head because... A lot of my accent problems with Australians, like a lot of my misunderstandings come from the fact that it is very normal to drop an R. Yes. At the end of a word. Yep. Like that is just what the accent sounds like. Yeah. Um, for example, I really struggled with, there's like a high school exam called the ATOS. <gasps> I just, I was going to bring this up to you, Hannah, oh, because really? I just learned this last week. I'm not kidding you because for the I longest like time, ago. oh my gosh, keep going. Tell, tell yeah, the yeah. people. So my brother-in-law is a high school teacher. So he kept talking about the ATOS and I was like, oh yeah, ATOS, ATOS, ATOS. And then at some point somebody told me what it is. As an ATOS, A-T, what we are hearing in yeah. our ears is A-T-A. A. Yeah. Yes. Like could be like A-T-A-W, whatever, yeah, but yeah. like ATA. Yes. Jared explained to me, or somebody explained to me, what ATOS stood for, and that last, yeah, it's an R. Whatever that word at the end, whatever it stands for, starts with the letter R. So it's actually said ATAR. Yes. So I've been going around saying like, oh, it's ATOS season, and I'm yes. sure nobody picks it up because that's how they are saying it as yes. well. But I am actually fully saying it wrong. Correct. Same. So I have this idea in my head that all those lost R's get added into the middle. Into the middle. Like, ideas. 
A dramers. Yes. That's another one that gets me. Like, oh, my friend and I were having a drama about having a party on Friday. And I'm like, a drama? A drama? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. But yeah, I, they are, they lose them at the end of the words. They come, they come in the middle or just so, randomly. And like, so funny. I've had a lot of those situations though, yeah. where I will think somebody is saying a completely different thing because the R is dropped. Yes. And I know quite a few speech pathologists and I would love to know I would love to reach out to them and find out when you're teaching children or teachers even when you're teaching children how to say the word like car, mm. how do you tell them how to spell it or like even say yeah. it? Do you know what I mean? Because if you were to sound it out, yeah. you'd be hitting that R quite hard. Yeah. And I know that when Jared is saying, because we've gone over this Korea career story yeah. a few times. That is so funny. I know that when he's saying it, he feels like he's saying Totally. Another R. But if you hear them separately, he really can't hear the difference. Yeah. So, but it feels, I don't think there's anything, I don't know if there's anything different with mouth shape. So I've heard, subtle. I've heard that Americans speak with the back of our mouth and mm. Australians speak with the front. Mm. But that it's like you're putting that, that letter or that sound in a different spot in your mouth. Anyways, it is, yeah, it's so interesting. It's, yeah. So you were saying that you think that they're saying a completely different word. Yeah, all the time. So recently I was in Kalgoorlie and their accents are a little bit thicker because it's a little bit more remote. Sure. Um, and somebody was telling me where to go for coffee and they kept telling me like, oh, the best place to get coffee here is Propaganda. And I was like, okay, cool. So like there's a coffee shop called Propaganda in, in Kalgoorlie. Great. Um, so I Googled it the night before so that I could go there on my way to where I was going. And I looked yeah. up propaganda and nothing showed up. And then I looked up, well, so I typed it in Google maps and it actually took me to like a propaganda museum in Vietnam. Oh my. And I was like, well, that's not where I'm going to be stopping for coffee tomorrow morning. So I typed in propaganda Kalgoorlie. Um, I, I like I, propaganda coffee shop here mm. near me. Yeah. I was so, it took me like five minutes to realize the, then I ended up just Googling coffee. Sarah, there is a, there is a coffee shop in Kalgoorlie called Proper Gander. <gasps> oh. Yeah, so I, there's a lot of R's I was missing. And it's really cute. It's a super <gasps> cute coffee shop. It's Because, um, oh. you know, to take a proper gander at something is to like, take like a, a good look at it. But yeah. their logo is like a fancy duck. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, but I spent ages looking up... And, how weird would my search history be at that point? Propaganda. Propaganda Kalgoorlie. Oh. Propaganda coffee. That is so funny. It was a mess. I'm obsessed. I also do just want to say that, like, I think you and I do have a certain amount of privilege having the accent that we do because, yes. well, for a lot, we've got it for a lot of reasons, but I think a lot of the reasons why... I don't feel mistaken for, or not mistaken for, but like that people know what I'm saying is mm. because there's a lot of American media that is everywhere. Yes. Very accessible. A lot of TV is American. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of movies. A lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, a lot of media in general, a lot yeah. of, a lot of people's like TikToks. Video games. A lot of video games. So I don't ever... Not not ever, but I don't often feel like people can't understand my accent as much as they don't understand the words that I'm saying. Yeah. For example, I would call a bin something that is like 
stuff that I'd pack stuff in, you know, like a, a bin to store clothes in the winter. Oh, like a plastic bin. Like a plastic bin. We would just call it a bin. But when I got here, a bin is a trash can. Yeah. So I would say, like people would say where the bin is and I'd be like, I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> where, where you keep you your bins. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I feel like that's the thing that I get most mistaken yeah, for is my vocabulary, not my accent. I do think that we both talk quite quickly. And that is true. I, and I think that that throws people a little bit, especially with the accent. It doesn't help. We are quick talkers. We are. That's why our podcast episodes, it's pretty much a three hour podcast in what, 45 to 50 minutes. Yes. Because we talk so fast. Yeah. That it is throws true. Jared off sometimes. Does it? Yeah. So does Jeremy. Um, has, did Jeremy, so obviously Jeremy has not like a deeply thick Australian accent mm. and neither does Jared but mm. did he run into any issues with his accent in the states yeah yeah a lot um I don't know if we would have to ask him specifically but he has some stories of like people being really confused yeah. because again he does not have a, a deep Australian accent mm-hmm. and so I think people be just like yeah confused just trying to pick up yeah just yeah. being like what are you saying Jeremy also does mumble And since dating me, he's become less of a mumbler (laughs) because I did tell him off quite a few times. Yeah. But Jared's also a little bit of a mumbler. Jared slurs. Jared also slurs some of his words. (laughs) Just wasted all the time. I'm just kidding. (laughs) He's just drunk. (gasps) He, yeah, he's just, I think he's quite soft spoken Mm. and, and mumbles, Mm. but we're working on it. You and I married very similar people. They married very similar people too. I know that is hilarious. Um, well, so so when Jared lived in the states, even though his accent isn't very strong, to the extent where sometimes Australians are like, "Oh, so you're both American," and he's like, "No." People ask that of Jeremy and I all the time. Yeah, especially because I'm often the first one to be like, "Hi, I'm Sarah," you know, and then they'll turn to Jeremy and be like, "Oh, yeah, so you're from America too," and he's like, "No." Well, so he'll start talking. Oh, right. And they'll be like, oh, and you're American too. And then he's like, no, but I did live there for three and a half years. Yeah. And they're like, well, you really lost your accent. I don't think he likes it that much, which is fair. Uh, but you'll yeah. hear him. You heard him talk. He clearly has an Australian accent. Yeah. But all good. When we were in the States, and because I was talking to Jared about what we were about to, to discuss in this episode, mm-hmm. he had such a good... Um, he, he reminded me of a very good story of his. Mm-hmm. And... Um, when he was in the States, he got really into fixing cars, Mm. nothing fancy, but just like doing his own car maintenance. Yeah. And he had a friend, um, and his friend is originally from India and he lives, he's like going to uni in the States, Mm. um, and at the U in Minnesota. And he, um, I don't know, something, something was going on with one of his wheels, of his car. And Jared was like, I can help you fix that. It's going to cost you $400 or something to go take it somewhere. We can do it together. It's really cute. It's like bro bonding session of them doing this thing. So one of the things that they couldn't get the wheel off the car or something wasn't coming off and they had to get a rotor puller. And there was a, like an auto mechanic store nearby. I'm so sorry. You're saying things like I should know what a rotor puller is. Oh, I didn't know what it was. Oh, okay. But they had to get one. Great. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) I was like, I, I don't know, know about it because of this story. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So there is this, there's like this kind of mechanic, chain mechanic store mm. where you can borrow tools and then just bring them right back, mm. which okay. is great because great. you don't, I didn't know this because I didn't know what it was, but you don't need a rotor puller very often. You need it for very specific situations. Right. So you, why would you pay 
a billion dollars for it when you can just borrow it for free. Love it. Great. So Jared calls. He's like, hey, I need a rotor puller. And they're like, what? And he's like, I need a rotor puller. (laughs) He's saying, like, rotor (laughs) puller. I need a (laughs) roller. His accent's really not that Uh, thick. I need a roller. Puller. It's it's rotor. Rotor. Rotor puller. And so the R isn't hitting at all. (laughs) And puller... The R is also nice. So it's like Rhoda Pula. Yeah. They are deeply confused. Yeah. To the point he spells it out, they're still very confused. Because when you say the word R. Yeah. It's just ah. ah. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's just a sound. Yeah. So he ended up having to put his friend on. And English is not his first. I mean, he's oh. deeply fluent. Yeah. And. But yeah, they had just cracked it because Jared only speaks English. He's Correct. only fluent in English. Right. This guy is multilingual. Yeah. English is not his first language. Uh-huh. And in order to be understood on the phone, he had to be the one. That is so funny. They all, like, even the guy on the phone, they, they, when they went to go pick it up, he was like, oh my goodness, I was so confused. But it really, like, it is a tough world out there, even for, I mean, we're all speaking English. Yeah. But... Yeah. Ugh. And that's what's so frustrating too. And like what, like why I think I felt so alone in my mm. first six months here is because we are speaking the same language. Yeah. We should be able to have a conversation. Yeah. And for some reason I just couldn't do it. Yeah. It was very sad. But I think, I think when you get kind of more comfortable and you get this, it's almost, it's kind of fun. Mm. You know, there's times where it's frustrating, but mostly that's, you know, it plays into the homesickness part yeah. of things. But I think when you can kind of play with it a little bit and we're in a real privileged spot to be able Mm. to say that, um, it's kind of a fun random, for the most part, I don't think about accents on my day-to-day basis. No, I, I've also had a point where that's actually like quite normal for me Mm -hmm. and I get a bit of a jar when I meet another American and I'm like, ah, (laughs) and I think we talked about that at like an earlier episode, but it is, it almost shocks me a little bit when somebody calls out my accent because I kind of forget. Yeah. Like, it all just sounds very normal. Yeah, um, totally. To, like, wrap up a very, like, lovely note, mm. um, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about um, a girl that I used to nanny for, and her family is from all over the place. Um, they've got um, English, Irish, and Australian accents in mm. her family, and she mm-hmm. grew up here. Cool. And she mentioned to me when we were, when I was nannying, um, this was ages ago, she mentioned that... Her, some of her family members say the I think it was just the the number eight. They they all say it a little bit differently. Oh, interesting. And she I don't know when. I mean, just because of their accent, like the Irish accent says it differently than the English yeah. accent says it differently than I would say it versus how the Australian accent say it. And she was like, "And you know what's amazing? It's all the same letter, and they're all correct." Ah. And so I can I, I love that. that little note that like that it's funny mm. because every single the way that Jared pronounces his R's totally correct yes oh my gosh a hundred percent and I think I'd bring back to like what I was talking about when I say I would love to know what a speech pathologist or a Mm. teacher teaches because they're not wrong yeah not a lick of what they're doing is incorrect at all you know it's just like very very different yeah language or dialects or accents yeah or sentence structures Mm. because the way Australians end a sentence on a higher tonal note versus Americans end on a lower tonal note Not wrong. Just different. Just different. And you have a different accent than I have, and mm-hmm. neither are wrong. Yeah, I love that. Wow, that's beautiful. I I How old was that person when they... Uh, eight. Eight. Oh my gosh. Yes. From the mouths of babes. 
Wow, children are so wise. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's something that stuck with me. So, not wrong, Beautiful. just different. Wow, thanks for sharing. And if you just cannot get enough content of Hannah and I, you can find us on social media, um, both on Instagram and on TikTok at willbewrite underscore podcast. Um, if you ever want to hear us chatting about something else, let us know. Yeah, we'd love to, to get some input from... Yeah, we have endless amount of things that we want to talk about. We but, talk a lot. But we would love suggestions too. Yeah. We're very keen to hear from you guys. Yeah, I think we will also be putting out another um, like story recommendation one, like similar yeah, a story request. Yes, a story request. So be on the lookout for that. We will be crowdsourcing. Yeah. Um, find us there, and also if you feel so inclined, we would love a rating and review, both on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us today, and however you pronounce the letter r <laughs> i think this week will be right i think we'll be right bye guys bye.